0: Is a hose head. Production! <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. Right. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. An Aliens modified men from apes. Hitler fixed his death and then escaped. The Mothman, Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins, mysterious noise and hot dings Dark arts and the skull and bones, most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew, we're here to entertain you We're here
1: to entertain you It's about, it's about
0: to get straight
1: Alright, welcome to the show. Welcome to another Strange Brew Podcast. And I guess technically it's a swapcast. Uh, this is a very special episode. Um, so to introduce myself, if you don't know who myself is, I am Tomcat, a.k.a. The Reptilian. Um, and also I have um, <laughs> my uh, my hetero life. No, I guess you're my homosexual life mate, uh, Anton.
2: <laughs> Queer. Yeah, it's <that's> fine. <laughs>
1: Gonna, okay, introduce yourself, Reverend, Reverend Kaiju. Reverend Kaiju.
2: <laughs> Reverend Kaiju, dig it, folks. What's happening, everybody?
1: And we have a very special guest from across the pond. We have Ian from the Ra- Baram Ba Ram You <laughs> podcast. Watch <Yeah>. Bane. We <laughs>
3: still got it wrong. I know. <laughs> it's a lot easier for us Scots to, yeah. to re- let it ring off the tongue. Uh, ba Ram U. Yeah, um, it sounds way I'm, better I'm, when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Baram You. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, Baram You is from the film Babe, the 90s film with a pig that wants to be a sheepdog. Uh, I've been running for uh, about oh, just over a year uh, yep. doing conspiracy, politics, philosophy. And I've also got uh, started a new show with a woman from California. Where we do like a uh, live, uh, we use Melon app, but it's similar to Zoom. And we do like political issues. We did like uh, gun control, immigration. So those are on every second Saturday night. But um, for me, this is just, it's been a journey that I've been on for five or six years, starting off with getting into politics around about when Scotland, the independence vote was happening and then Brexit. Yeah. And then it got into philosophy and then someone mentioned they believed in flat earth at a house party and it got me down the rabbit hole and I've <laughs> never left it since. So <laughs> are you a are you a flatty? I am
1: um, yes. You are? I didn't know that. Yeah. Did we just I thought we discussed this. I'm uh, not on that
2: fucking <laughs> had off, throws them down at me. i it, done. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we've covered it once, right? And we made fun of flat earth and, you know, it's just it, it I've said this before just to get in this for again the Loch Ness, right? That uh, for me and my beliefs, it throws everything out the window. Um, So to speak I know there's different versions Of flat earth and all that stuff but like I believe I highly believe in aliens and different Dimensions and that we can travel Light years to different planets and that aliens Have technology to travel around The universe and they just sit here with their Popcorn and watch us destroy ourselves uh, But essentially like and I believe in a higher Evolution that you can reincarnate as planets uh, Once you get into higher rev- soul evolution Stuff like that so like it would literally throw Everything out the window I've had um, I've had some big flat earthers try to Get on the podcast uh, who's that guy one had uh
3: Margis
1: Mar- uh, David Weiss tried to get on my yep. podcast and I told him I didn't want him on. Uh-
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, Juan had Mark Sargent on.
1: Yeah, Mark Sargent. Oh, has shared- I've had a bunch of people that are like, hey, are you interested in doing an episode about Flat Earth? And it's like, no, we covered it and made fun of it and threw it out the window. But I understand because I did go on, uh, shout shared- out actually uh, Blue Coyote, uh, a younger podcast. He's in his early 20s, young dude, but uh, he's super into conspiracies that I jumped on his show. And we he is a uh, Flat Earther and we did discuss it. And I said, you know, to each is their own. Everyone has their opinions. I believe in fucking reptilian creatures that eat children and drink their blood, and the queen's one of them. So, like everyone has their own opinion.
2: So, yeah. Tom, you having that globe behind you is just pure coincidence today. <laughs> oh, isn't that? Yeah, I set this up perfectly. Check Wait, no, 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 I want to hear you. I want to hear you acknowledge that a coincidence <laughs> just happened.
1: And <laughs> It has all the monsters on it for all the listeners on the the audio. Um, I have like one of those old school like globes, and it has all the monsters on them where they supposedly were at the time.
2: I love it, but where what would you call that? This what is a globe. You call it? what just happened. This is a glo- yeah, oh. <laughs> he will never, ever, ever use the word coincidence in a real life scenario. No. And that's what I love no. about it. Yeah. Nope.
1: Okay. Okay. I have China, Russia. Where's Scotland? Let's get on the Scotland side of it, right there,
2: bro. This, this episode is going to get canceled. You just said the word Russia. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so this will
1: be a lot of fun. Uh, we're doing a swap cast, so this will technically be on uh, Ian's podcast too. So go check that out if you're a fan of Strange Brew. I'm sure you'll enjoy the conspiracy side of uh, Ian, even if he is a flat earther. Um, <laughs> but uh this this episode, we're gonna have a lot of fun. You know, this is uh, an introduction to have Ian on because I'm sure we'll work together going forward and doing other episodes, because especially I like being able to cover things around the world. Obviously, there's been fans that are like, we have to do some more Canadian stuff we've been trying to do. Uh, But I want to travel around the world when it comes to paranormal conspiracies. And there's Scotland has like tons of paranormal folklore, even true crime, stuff like that. And when I was looking into this, Loch Ness is thick, not just the monsters thick, but you have like <laughs> so much shit, like layers. Like there's paranormal events. There's the, obviously the connection to Aleister Crowley, which we'll probably eventually cover on another episode because Anton's like, Do you want me to look up the Aleister Crowley stuff? And I was well, like, I have, a couple, like yeah, I have a
2: couple things, just the, the Crowley mention. Loch Ness monster connection where they're oh, like, cool. Maybe the, the same thing when, when people bring up the whole like, Well, when Crowley opened the, the portal in the Great Pyramid, that's when the UFOs started showing up. Yeah. There's a similar thing with the, the Loch Ness that's and what
1: have cool.
3: you yeah
1: because ian you said that you started realizing the connection to crowley and shit right
3: yeah crowley's one that i do want to to do an an episode on i've I've been threatening to do it for a while now um i listened to those conspiracy guys quite a lot and they did a deep dive like a six seven hour episode on crowley and i've listened to it so all the the knowledge is there just a while ago um but yeah it's it's interesting he's he's a guy that i i believe that the people that run our world are modeling themselves off of or taking a lot of what he put into the world and making it, you know, reality now. Yeah. So, um, I I think it's, I mean, I'm quite embarrassed about it. Like I live in Scotland and I don't even know half this stuff. Like you're saying all this folklore tales and things and I'm, I'm, I should really know that kind of stuff. But (laughs) Loch Ness is obviously the main one. Everyone knows about the Loch Ness monster. Have Um, you ever
1: seen the Loch Ness monster?
3: no i haven't no <laughs> i've actually only been once when i was little little like probably less than how ten far years. Of age you,
2: well, so you didn't you didn't go to Bolskin then that was gonna be my next question Have you ever been to Bolskin manor no
3: no no how do um, you um I, my home? hometown is is about two and a half hour drive from okay. inverness okay. and then hard. where i live now is probably about three and a half so yeah we are planning on going actually in the next uh few months so it's a good um, idea while it's warm be-
1: out nice weather and shit like that and get out there um, yeah. yeah, like we covered uh, Crowley, and we did. I think like two and a half hours, something like that, or close to two hours. It's like that was enough.
2: I don't know how those mm. fucking dudes do like five, six fucking hours.
0: What do you on mean because there's
2: that much information on him? You, you squeeze it into two hours, you can definitely stretch it out, and then you throw in a little bit of banter and just you
3: know, <laughs> yes, you wax you can an stretch it out. Shit,
1: stretch it out. He stretched out that stretch kid's ass like Crowley's <laughs> butt <hole.
3: laughs> okay. Our prime uh, prime minister Boris Johnson, his wife last year did a theater reenactment of Alistair Crowley's life paying homage to him. Really? Yeah. Boris Johnson's the
1: devil. Well, they're all devils. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm drinking on some coffee with some liqueur in it. And just because I'm an alcoholic, I do have uh, a grapefruit vodka soda. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> i, I gotta
2: go to a birthday party after this where i'll be on roller skates and i'm gonna get drunk there so i, I figured best not to pre-game otherwise I, I i've never roller skated i can ice skate i can inline never been on quads and i'm i'm gonna bust my ass at least a half are you gonna wear those short
1: court. short jeans those short jeans shorts yeah I, I cut i cut
2: off a pair of daisy dukes strictly <laughs> for the occasion to highlight my lack of an ass and i'm just gonna <laughs> fucking
1: <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't skate and I can't rollerblade at all. I've no. You're a terrible
2: f- fucking Canadian. Yeah, it's You're true. I fucking hate
1: skating. I hate <laughs> hockey. I am a bad Canadian. Um, so let's just get into this In the depths of Loch Ness A monster of the ages lurks in the murky water With a long neck and powerful fins Old Nessie manages to bring the mysteries Of the past into the present While not always visible to the public You may get a lucky uh, You might be a lucky one and you might be able to see Loch Ness carefully move from shore to shore Every now and again Then Nessie will perk her head up above the water And slipping beneath the murky water Of Loch
2: Ness First, right off the bat, why the fuck you got a gender at Tom? Huh? We go through this. <laughs> How dare you? Genders How don't exist. You? Remember, <laughs> let's yeah, make us all exactly. the same. It's all subjective. It's <laughs> all subjective, buddy. That's science. That's <laughs> real science.
1: So, what is Loch Ness monster? Though there are many versions of the Loch Ness story, most tales will include uh, some references to, obviously, a large dragon or dinosaur-like creature. It's fucking a reptilian that can be spotted in the waters of Loch Ness and sometimes in the surrounding land areas as well. Like, there is weird stories where it's like walking across a street we'll get into. It's weird. Uh, however, most of these stories come to light after the 1930s and, obviously, were indirectly connected to the tale of Nessie by believers who wanted to add, obviously, credibility to the story of the Loch Ness monster, so obviously you have people like that are like they you know it's it's in folklore in, in, in history, and then people want to like okay, is this real? And then they go out of their way to try to find it. It's like those those goddamn Bigfoot fuckers. Those people that search for Bigfoot, those guys are fucking <laughs> wearing their dad shorts and their fucking camera on their neck.
2: The yeah. old uh, the old Joe Rogan Joe, you know what you don't find when you go looking for Bigfoot? Black people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. Um, the Loch Ness, I've got, I've got a little bit on the Loch Ness, uh, the location and things is in the Scottish Highlands and hmm. it's the biggest lake in the British Isles. It's 23 miles long, 750 feet deep, that which is, is twice deep. as big as the North Sea. That's pretty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: can you like go swimming in there? It's like a lake, right? So uh, do people yeah. do go swimming in like, that'd be kind of fun actually you know you feel yeah. your balls being tickled by you know, or like maybe you can maybe I don't know if it's like a dinosaur type creature it would be kind of cool if you could like he, uh, Loch Ness comes out of the water and you can sit on her head or fucking
2: yeah it as a monster fetish if you can't tell yeah, I, I want to <laughs> get fucked by a monster there's a reason he's into rap, uh, reptilians Like <laughs> uh, reptilians your fucking name kind of <laughs> <know>. <laughs> See, he has this secret reptilian fetish where he's like always hoping that his fiance one day while they're you know in, in the throes of it is going to just rip off her face and be like <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: i knew it ah <laughs> you know me and juan talked about uh bigfoot being thick i think that juan wants that two c's that, two q's yeah thick. i think juan wants that bigfoot booty <laughs> so the the, sto- the story of loch ness begins with uh water bailiff what the fuck is a water bailiff it's like make sure in this water stays calm <laughs> this water is in contempt bailiff take it away <laughs> that's actually really funny uh alex campbell on may 2nd 1933 uh he identified the possibility of a monster in the lock while writing um in the Inver. uh i'm gonna put, the inverness courier is that right inverness inverness courier am i saying mm-hmm. that right i don't want to fucking yeah. butcher everything <laughs> as a part for a change yeah uh where's my cringe button cringe, cringe. cringe. <laughs> uh fuck god it's so far away so many fucking goddamn cringy-ass bitch. <laughs> uh, you know, so, it's even
2: more cringy when you can't find the print button. I know, makes it worse.
1: <laughs> As a part-time journalist, uh, obviously, in the original sighting of Nessie, however, um, was reported on August 4th uh, in 1933 by George Spicer and his wife. According to this report, George and his wife were driving on the road near Loch Ness when they saw a creature that looked similar to a dragon, and which he assumed had had at least, of uh, obviously, a few prehistoric ties. In the report, he stated that the creature was simply waddling across the road, that's what I was saying, with an animal in its mouth. And it's just like, it'd be funny if this guy's like, a dragon? I need to slay it! He's got armor and chain meal on his fucking back of his car.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just gets out, whistles, and a horse comes out of nowhere in full armor. Just like, what the fuck? Uh. Fuck. Listen. If, if the monster didn't bend down and ask for about tree fitty, then it wasn't the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> I just
1: watched that and I was actually laughing up and <laughs> cracking up. Oh, there. the the bit yeah. that year? I said. Have you seen that? Realized
2: that that girl scout was about seven stories <laughs> tall and a crustacean from the Paleolithic era. And I said, "God damn you, monster! We work for our money in this house. We are giving away <laughs> your goddamn tree fitty."
3: Okay,
1: South Park. You you guys watch South oh, Park? Yeah, there. I'm so Do you guys watch South Park in Scotland?
3: yeah yeah the wife the wife's from California so yeah. she's got me into all these adult cartoons <laughs> F is for family and South Park and
1: that's fun man <laughs> F is for family is fucking hilarious too oh, it's amazing yeah, I love it <laughs> after George reported was uh report was filed with the courier the news uh, publication began receiving more and more anonymous letters claiming to have seen either uh, the same monster themselves or known a person that has seen said monster some of these letters uh, even contained family legends that have supposedly been passed down and mentioned by a set like i mentioned a similar monster at least once the media of course had a field day deciding on an appropriate name for the creature like what what kind of names would you think that they should call this monster ian
3: they, they came out with uh, monster fish sea <laughs> serpent or dragon yeah. uh, and then they finally settled on loch ness monster and since the 1940s the creature has been affectionately called nessie once we yeah
1: old it. old nessie Do you hear a lot of people Mm -hmm. talking about this or like, you know, you ever talk to like an old fisherman down by the bay and he's like, so I saw Loch Ness Monster once.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, again, it's, everyone knows about Nessie. It's everywhere. If you you go into a store and you're going to buy some shortbread or some Scottish, you know, there's going to be a picture of Nessie wearing the Scottish hat with the ginger hair or something. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure it's such a tourist marketing where they like, you know, sell you a kilt, but it's got Loch Ness Monster's fucking head on it and shit like that. Do you wear a kilt often, or how often do you wear a kilt?
3: Just for weddings, they're really expensive. Yeah. I do want to own my own one one day. Uh, You're Scottish, you wanted- know I'm
1: a fucking kilt, bro. I know, my I know my uh, my girlfriend's fucking um, sister's husband owns one because, like, uh, her stepdad's Scottish. Um, Chelsea's mm-hmm. stepdad is like full blown Scottish, um, so it's so I I I have a kinship to the people nice <laughs> i'm gonna ask i'm gonna ask jimmy about locking ass up like you have you seen the monster jimmy when you were a child poor in fucking scotland
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> tom says kinship but we all know he just likes to walk around getting air on his balls it's true so it's you nice. know
1: it must be comfortable i look really weird in canada wearing a fucking literally wearing a kilt mm-hmm. everywhere i go but man it, it probably seems pretty nice like to put it on your balls
2: yeah i've only ever owned one of the uh the hot topic kilts, but uh i would definitely not wear anything under it, and it was very comfortable. Yeah. Very yeah. comfortable.
1: So, the Loch Ness Monster changes Scotland. Mm.
3: Do you guys, you guys, uh, did you ever do a bit of research and find out about the 565 AD sighting or you know where it goes oh. back to that? Oh,
1: uh, I have a little bit on that, but not only that far back. I think I start with uh Columbo or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, that's
3: it. That's it. Columbo. Same okay, day. yeah, Christian
1: so we'll get into that in a bit. Uh yeah, Columbo yeah no, not that guy. It's a columba a Columba. Oh, cool. So the news of the new cryptid spread quickly and raised many questions lamely, where did it come from? you know obviously in um, are there you know creatures like this in history that have been overlooked? And obviously, there also needs to be proof that, you know, drove tourists and cryptid hunters alike to Loch Ness and search maybe in a chance to find concrete evidence of its existence. You know, we see this with Bigfoot. Um, not this, like, I think Bigfoot and Loch Ness are really the two main cryptids that people really go after and search for. Uh, especially like Bigfoot, and Loch Ness too. Are I think the top ranking cryptids vary at the top, and then I feel like you know you kind of, like I don't think anyone's really looking for Mothman. I don't think that's a good idea.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, technically, if you find Mothman, you don't want to find yeah, Mothman. Like, it, it's a harbinger of fucking doom. It doesn't look as adorable as this pretends that yeah.
1: it does. <laughs> there's one guy from uh fucking Arkansas that just wants to find the Loveland Frogman so he can fuck it
2: so we can. <laughs>
1: I got my weed pen. We'll see if I hit
2: this while we do this. <laughs> so. If he goes silent for 20 minutes, we know that he's yeah. hit it.
1: <laughs> so many changes were made with the introduction of the Loch Ness Monster. Um, the uh, Inverness suddenly became a place of uh, intrigue and wondered with many possibilities. Obviously, of this community representing themselves seemingly overnight. Now we have the, this big thing of Loch Ness. It spreads everywhere. Um, this, pro- uh, this proved to be even more true when the first photograph... Of the monster taken by hugh gray was published on december 6 1933 concrete evidence that the monster uh you know like the monster maybe was a real thing and uh scotland uh they even the secretary of state uh ordered uh the police to even prevent anyone from attacking or harming this creature (laughs) which is pretty interesting like you know you can't fuck with this creature
2: well, this, I believe it was up in your neck of the woods that somebody just attempted to have legislation passed to protect Bigfoot.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> fucking re- Didn't it
2: go through? I, I could have sworn something went through where they're like, yeah, if you find a Bigfoot, you are not allowed to shoot it. You, yeah, you have to bring that's it in alive. That's pretty much the if you can.
1: Um, Yeah. You cannot, uh, you cannot harm Bigfoot. This is the, only, <laughs> this is only added to the growing curiosity, obviously that the, of the public after all, if the country of Scotland was willing to write legislation to protect the creature, it must exist right <laughs> obviously <laughs> the investigation is the history of the creatures uh, creature was launched and it was hypothesized that the creature was so large it wouldn't have been able to escape history unnoticed and obviously we, it might be a whole hoax but let's get into all the history behind uh Loch Ness and the different sightings and all that stuff you guys well, Ian, doesn't that? Uh,
2: doesn't Loch Ness connect to the sea is, is, there is there an actual sea connection or is there not? Because I've heard conflicting stories. Yeah, about that.
3: well that's, that's the same as me. I heard a couple of when I was doing my research, I heard a couple of comments to the the Caledonia <laughs> Canal, which is the the opening to the loch and okay. how there's no way a big creature could fit through it. But then, when you hear things about the depth of the the Loch, which is 750 feet deep, which is double the size of not, couldn't it just go down and go at the seabed and come up in the Loch? Like yeah. to me, that could be a stupid comment, but that's how I think. Like just yeah. because there's a gap, doesn't mean to say it can't swim down and underneath it. You know? right. No, there, that's true yeah, because there I'm is cave magical. systems
1: too and stuff underneath, like. Like, you know, who knows if there's, like, this giant gaping open hole that it has to fucking.
2: Well, I I would assume, like, with most places that are, like, like with the Great Lakes and stuff out here, too, like, it's not entirely mapped. Like, I'm sure that there's probably, like, areas that they don't know shit about. or I mean, I could be wrong on that, but... And if that's the case, then then you have an unknown and then any number of things you could, you know... Obviously, we're all just, just... waxing you know hypothetically here but you could fill in any number of of gaps with that if you wanted Excellent. to like yeah it can go down Excellent. here or it can go through you know these channels here that we don't know about or the cave system um so what were you saying though about like it, uh there was a sighting that went back to the 1500s we're gonna get into that with saint colombo i think is that that's okay. the one we're talking about right
3: yeah, 565 yeah. five AD. Pretty, I mean, I, I I think they've just made a connection here. I don't know if it's, I mean, because they yeah. don't talk about it. If, if you're going to get onto that bit, we can, we can We're literally it onto right to it
1: way. right now. So, like, obviously, okay. when the historical investigation into the possibility of this beast began, it was found that the earlier, the earliest, like, reference to Nessie may date back to the 6th uh, sixth century AD, which is pretty crazy. And oh, wow. obviously, okay. you have things like, um, hieroglyphs and cave paintings and all that stuff like that that could connect to it too, because, you know, like you just have some guy, he sees something and he draws it, and then it's like, well, it's all oh, you fighting off in a dragon, and it's just like stories they wrote, but it could be true, right? This, yeah,
3: this clue? Well, that's what I've got here. It's, yeah. It says that it's written records that yeah. they've managed to go back to 565 5 AD and see that there was written records of. Crazy. And this is the part I was going to, I know you guys all love this, but yeah. they say that it was a kelpie. This is kelpie folklore. Yes. And um, that kelpie or water kelpie is a shape-shifting spirit inhabiting the locks in, the Scot- in Scottish folklore. It is usually described as a black horse-like creature able to adopt human form some accounts state that the Kelpie retains its hooves well, when appearing as a human, leading to the association with the Christian idea of Satan as alluded to by Robbie Burns. This, Robert Burns, I'm sure you've heard of him, yeah. the, the famous Scottish poet. Yeah. He, he had a poem called The Address to the, the Devil, and he, that is like kind of talking about the Kelpie. But the in my own words, I, I, I heard a few accounts, and it was saying that um, what the Kelpie does is shape shifts into like a horse, so that if people go down and maybe entice to jump onto the horse's back, then they find that they are stuck to this kelpie, and the kelpie then runs off into the water and. And plummets then you get to the, raped by depths. a fucking shape-shifted creature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I, I when I hear things like this, I think it's almost like to warn children off from playing about the water at nights maybe I think those are the type of things that you would hear Your, I mean it sounds dark if, you're, if your parents are telling you stories about that you're like well questioning your parents but I hear yeah. stories like that quite a lot and I'm like that's probably where they've grown arms and legs throughout time they've been little stories that you'll tell your kids to keep them safe and then they've grown mm-hmm. arms and legs and now we're we're looking at a Kelpie or, yeah. or the Loch Nisman, I so. can't wait to be a
1: father and be like, you know what, Jimmy, if you <laughs> don't be careful, the fucking reptilians are going to come eat you. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, none of them are, are nearly as bad as like most of the German folk tales. Oh, I know. Like, Hansel there was a little boy who didn't eat <laughs> all of his kraut and then it's in, in the night the, the, the kraut fairy came and cut off his sums. Okay, go to bed <laughs> now, Heinrich. Go to bed. <laughs> That is true.
1: <laughs> You're like, Jesus Hello. Christ. So that's going <laughs> to St. Columba. Um, the Irish monk, St. Columba, was traveling with his followers when uh, they happened to pass by the River Ness. Seeing locals uh, bearing a man, it's like his gaping wide asshole from being raped by Nessie. Oh, God damn I don't so. know why every time we're getting encrypted, it's always in the rape. Uh, he, he, questioned them, he questioned them as to what happened. The man uh, then explained the man had been swimming in the river when a water beast Raped him, attacked him, and drug him to the, <laughs> dr- drug him underneath the surface, which would be crazy. You have all the stories, right? Even mermaids, um, of like luring men in and then they drown them to their watery death, right? Kind of same folklore. Um, you know, I just feel like Nessie is probably a nice creature.
2: You know, I, you know, you know my idea on mermaids, man. It was just a bunch of dudes on a ship that got tired of blowing each other, yeah. and they 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 saw a manatee, and they're like, "I'm gonna go fuck that." <laughs> that's true. I'm gonna go fuck that manatee.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or they're hallucinating on fucking who who knows what kind of drugs they were taking back then. Or Either like, that, or
2: they just got scurvy, so they're you know they're, yeah. they're baked from the sun, they're super dehydrated, and they've been drinking rum for you know six that's months true. straight, and it's like, yo, I can go fuck that 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 creature that's out there right now. It's <laughs> like that's. That's that's a manatee, dude. Don't don't do that. That's a man like it changed into a beautiful mermaid. It's like no it didn't. No, Maleage, no, bro. Didn't.
1: The pirates got married to each other, fun times uh his friends nearby uh his friends nearby rushed out to the boat to try and save him By the time they reached him in the water he was dead at this point saint columba had a devout follower swim across the river in attempt to lure the monster half uh, it's fucking michael phelps halfway through the beast attempted to attack the follower but saint columba made a sign of the cross and spoke the following words go no further do not touch the man go back at once
2: Kind okay, of, he didn't even throw in the name of Jesus Christo in there. <laughs> That's
1: good. Kind-
3: the beast was gone. Yeah,
2: <laughs> be gone,
3: beast. <laughs> it is
2: weird that he like they
1: they halfway through the beast did attempt to attack his homeboy, and then he's like, no, 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 no. My fingers made into a cross will definitely make sure you don't get yeah. attacked. What was
2: the Bill Hicks joke where he's like, and yay, Jesus' disciples didn't see the brontosaurus, and Jesus said, get out of here, you big brown cunt, you're ruining my story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: those who were watching claim that the creature drew back as it was pulled uh pulled by chains or ropes and retreated, as if it was like kind of just like kind of sort of went backwards into the into the darkness of the, the lake. Uh everyone there took the event as a sign from God, and then the townspeople thanked Saint Columba for his great service to them, and that's why he became a saint. Uh probably. There are some who claim the link between Saint Columba and Loch Ness Monster is weak at best, but additionally it is um the point obviously to like it points out another scottish monster the kelpie is more likely maybe a candidate for the inspiration of the story
2: okay yeah the the reason i was curious about that is because i was wondering if um if if cuz you know like we have champy out here in lake champlain champy? Um, i think he, yeah is so that like a fucking disney character it sounds like a Disney character; it really does. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked to know if Disney is gonna make a fucking champion movie. Champion. But yes, uh, same thing. It's it's supposed to be, you know, a crustacean from the Paleolithic era. But well, we uh, have the first of that was so. eighteen nineteen. So I was wondering yeah. if it was just like if if these things, you know, cooperated with one another, like the sightings started around the same time, or if they were a couple hundred years apart. But it sounds like it's just something that's always been in the collective folklore of of most people, especially people that are descended from you know uh, Europeans as well. Yeah.
1: Ian, so you uh you have you ever heard of Champy? I
3: don't know, I heard of Champy. Have you ever heard of
1: Ogapoga? Ogapoga? Nope. That's our Loch Ness. It's an it's a native monster. It's called the Ogapoga. So if you thought mm-hmm. Champy was a ridiculous name, um, oh I can't make fun of indigenous people or someone's going to get mad about
2: Well shit ch- yeah you always make fun of indigenous people I had yeah, lots
1: I'll, of friends I'll get, that were I'll native get a picture man, of
2: my okay. great grandfather down off the wall again if I need to to give you your yeah. pass
1: It's a fucking um, joke I had lots of indigenous friends I was just referring to the Shadow People episode where I re listened to it recently and all we said was the guy was named... um like what was his name Uh, gray gray wolf or something like that and just it was a fucking joke people calm down
2: i just loved when we did our uh our our monsters at the western door how (laughs) even though you and i essentially live in the same region albeit two different countries you have the hardest time pronouncing the name of indigenous sounding shit
1: very true very true (laughs) how
2: how do you not know how to say sacajawea you son of a bitch (laughs) sacajawea
3: The only one that's springing to my mind right now is the, the Mexican one. The the, the wife's going to kill me for forgetting the name the dog. The, the Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Uh, El Chupacabra.
1: That's yeah. Juan, Juan. That's the Juan version of the cryptid. We all chose to yeah. be a cryptid, and Juan is the Chupacabra because he's Puerto Rican, so it makes
2: sense. I, I got the Flatwood Monster. Tom got Mothman. Billy got Sasquatch because Billy's a big, goofy son of a bitch.
1: Love but, you, Billy. But it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's skinny Bigfoot. <laughs> It is skinny Bigfoot, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna have probably two versions of that for all the fans. I have we have two versions where Anton's buddy is creating words. It's um, kind of, um, what's that style again? It's like um. What the kind of, retro style, the retro style. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's
2: it's almost um psychedelic style, <laughs> yes. but more uh flowery hippie bullshit. Style. And it's kind of cool because uh, we have, have signatures. a bunch of pot leaves on it too. Yeah, it has a bunch of it has you know.
1: our signatures too. That's coming out soon mm-hmm. for all the fans. But then down the road, I've discussed if Billy, like if if Izzy can uh, do it because Izzy is a good artist. Billy's uh, woman. If she can do it, I said, or we'll go to Tron again for like the same logo kind of thing, but have us all full body cryptids. So we'll have two versions of it, which will be kind. Of cool, and then eventually, maybe have us all as uh fucking serial killers because I think that'd be
2: fucking hilarious. I got dibs on Edmund Kemper. I'm gonna make
1: Billy, t- uh, Ted, I'm gonna make Billy. No, I was like, Ted Bunny would be he would probably like that. Um, Billy's either Richard Ramirez, or I'm gonna make him Jeffrey Tom.
2: I want Carl <laughs> Pandram actually. <laughs> fuck, fuck Bumble I want to be Pandram. <laughs> Billy loves Richard. Two things Ramirez, I love in this cool. world are whiskey and sodomy.
1: All right, quickly before we get in the next uh, sighting, uh, Ian, what's your favorite serial killer?
3: Um. I would go with the the doctor Shipman.
1: Oh, Shipman? Harold Shipman, yeah. Harold Shipman, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I think, the, I think it's sneaky. relevant
3: as well. Like.
1: he's a sneaky, <laughs> he's a sneaky man.
3: Very <laughs> very <many> sneaky so <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, da, uh, da McKenzie sighting. this is the most was in 1871 in October 1871 D McKenzie is first name is Dick I don't know that for a fact Doug McKenzie is it yeah. One oh of, is yeah it one of the McKenzie brothers is one of the McKenzie brothers back in the day and he fucking have you seen uh, Strange Brew Ian what
3: do you mean the movie oh, Strange what? Brew
1: yeah. you've seen it right yeah. fucking good yeah. I was like I hope you have <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite movies of all time coming out on the patreon very soon for uh, unreal review but for
2: unreal review yeah. yeah uh
1: d mckenzie claimed that he's seen an object in lochness that he first assumed was a log or an upturned boat however as he continued to watch this mysterious object it disappeared into the water with an alarming speed that could only be a living creature many believers like to point out this report as proof that the monster does exist, indeed, the problem with this narrative, however, is that Mackenzie didn't file the report until 1934, after the interest in the beast had already made uh, been made prevalent. Because of this, many disregard his story as an attempt to be famous. He's like, I saw it like 20 years ago. I swear to fucking god, I saw it. I seen it.
3: I seen it you have to remember as well see when when after that 1933 spicer thing i think yeah. news newspapers and and also other places started giving rewards for any sightings or any yeah thing. so then that's when it opts you know you yeah, you gotta bring fame to a oh, yeah. place
1: too like that's how you bring tourism in and stuff yeah, like that yeah. is like kind of if you have like something that is so prevalent in your history something like that you're just like you know it brings in tourists or people are like oh cool i want to go see this this historical location um you know and it kind of like that's how you get tourism in here we don't really have any tourism we just bring all the refugees here
2: <laughs> dude point pleasant west virginia has been living high on the hog off the yes. mothman shit since it since it started so yeah i would
1: love to go to the the mothman fucking uh this festival i would love to go if i can ever be let across my border fuck you trudeau um, so I'm
2: trying to plan a, uh, a, a northeast cryptid tour, essentially, where we go. We start up here and then we go down to uh, the, the Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Yes. Then we go to yes. Point Pleasant. Then we go to uh, Flatwoods. And I'll have to book off an entire
1: week, but uh, the conservatives over here are really pushing for them to end the federal mandates because we can go to a hockey game with thousands of people. Uh, But no I can't cross the border into the states Or walk across the fucking I'll just do what the Mexicans do and I'll hop the border
2: I've been telling you to do that (laughs) Since this shit started so we can fucking hang
1: out (laughs) Man It, so let's get into Spicer, the Spicer. The you know the first sighting that was caught on camera, I think, essentially, um, is obviously the first sighting is alleged from George Spicer and his wife uh, came face to face with the Loch Ness monster while driving on a newly upgraded road that went by the lake on July twenty second, nineteen thirty three. The reports of the creature was published in the newspaper on August fourth of the same year. They described the beast. Oh, maybe there's not the first photo. This is the first like sighting in modern times, I mm. think, like more modern times. Uh, they described the beast as being at least four feet high and 25 feet long. It had a large wavy neck and uh, at least as long as the road itself so 10 to 12 feet. They couldn't make out any limbs but they watched it crawl across the road to the lock, leaving crushed undergrowth in its wake. Many hypothesize that the Loch Ness Monster has been spotted earlier because the road wasn't often used by local or tourists. Um, So this is the first time that someone in the public really like encountered the monster. Uh, It would be fairly scary. Uh, I thing to see someone just walk waddle across the road like what the fuck is that thing
3: Mm -hmm. did also say that uh george spicer and his wife were tripping big time on mushrooms that day
1: oh man my (laughs) favorite you have you you've 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 you've, you've dabbled in psychedelics have you You or not yet
3: no i'm I'm, i am i openly admit to i'd love to try mushrooms Uh, oh yeah um yeah experience
1: you, yeah you, you're able to get him over there like I was talking to um, uh, the dude from first class horror uh, Aaron, I was joking how his name's Aaron and you're Ian and you're Scott he's Irish and you're Scottish Ian Aaron yeah. and he was talking about how he's actually dabbled in mushrooms and stuff like that too and I was like, oh because it, it's more or less like becoming legal here now where like okay. you can I can literally buy them offline in BC because it's decriminalized and they're trying to essentially legalize it because you can't die from mushrooms unless you jump off a building.
2: <laughs> have you ever yeah again with the bill hicks joke if you think you can fly try taking off from the ground first <laughs> <laughs> when, when do you see ducks lining up to take an elevator south for the winter that's true that's hilarious i like that bit uh tom so have you ever had full blown hallucinations on mushrooms? Not yet. I haven't got that high. Colors? Yeah, just because it doesn't come unless you take a massive fucking quantity and you close yeah. your eyes.
1: I know. That's what uh, I'm gonna start doing. Like my, I still have um, seven grams left. So my, I've been doing like a gram Eat or two.
2: Tall. I no
1: no no. I'm thinking of doing like four, and then
2: like, and I'm gonna. Con- if you're gonna go four, take the Terrence McKenna heroic dose. <laughs> just take five. Shut off all the lights. Close your eyes and go see God. Yeah, I'm gonna. Con- I'm gonna confront myself. I'm gonna beat
1: myself up in my own head. <laughs> Spuck, you fucking <laughs> egotistical bastard.
2: <laughs> so, you, you, need, you need ayahuasca to murder that, that I, demon. I know.
1: So let's get into the Hugh Gray's photo in 1933. Hugh Gray supposedly took a photo of Loch Ness Monster and uh, was essentially in helping to make Nessie one of the most popular cryptids in modern day. That's very true he is. And this is the photo. It uh, He claimed that it was taken on November 12, 1933. There was issues... With the image from the start, it was a bit blurry, and many people noted that it almost looked like the head of a dog if you look closely. Um, yeah, it is, it's,
2: I don't know, man.
1: Where
3: is the head of the dog? Uh, someone yeah. has
1: analyzed it in like, um, kind of. I see
3: it. It's like a Labrador. It's like almost oh, like a yeah. dog coming out of the water with a stick in its mouth. Yep. Like the big nose above the, the stick in oh, yeah. the eye. The now that you mention it.
1: It is it is strange and obviously it's it's you know uh if you're on the youtube you can definitely see that this is a (laughs) a very blurry photo you can't tell shit from uh what that thing is and uh this went a long way in crediting the image because it was known to be supposedly be a walking dog when he had taken the picture they say a walking dog there's people that have like analyzed the image and saying that's the way he shot the film it was like it's dog on land but it does look like it could be a dog swimming in the water right like that's a possibility
2: that seems like the most reasonable like that could very well just be the yeah the dog in the water with just its head above and the, the stick in its mouth i could i could totally see that oh yeah
1: i forgot to show this is saint columba be gone oh. nessie <laughs> <laughs>
2: so funny Yo, you, you think that was just another uh weird way of, of them saying that they they drove uh you know the the pagans out
1: yeah like that the could same be. way with
2: the St. patrick and the uh, the snakes and what have you he he looks like, like he's a nazi, nazi devil.
1: sympathizer for a little bit mm-hmm. he lo- he looks it's a roman salute you goober <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's got to stand yeah, up he's like weren't around yet just <laughs> <laughs> <He was> like <laughs> i'm going to make this it. big <laughs> remember say it with me hitler stole everything i <laughs> know he
1: did he did look at the buddha symbol for the swastika basket. the swastika is literally like a symbol of like peace and love and shit like, yeah he didn't invent
2: it like a true artist he's like i like that that's reverse. it's mine it. now i tilted it i tilted it 30 degrees it's mine now i made that pure it's it come from me from my mind because i'm smart smart <laughs>
3: <Don't laughs> I, 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 I totally see where you're going with there because I, I i noticed that myself a lot of these things are like metaphorical i see the bible a lot of these stories like noah and the ark is like yes. the flood is like a, a metaphor for like Covid or World War Two, you know, depopulation, you know. Whatever, like so. So when you, know, that's a good, that's a good uh, observation. When or I make when I just, make videos on TikTok
1: you. about the government, a lot of religious people come out the woodwork and be like, "It doesn't matter, Jesus already won." And I'm like, "But did he? Did he really?" I was like, "He hasn't shown up yet," and it's getting really fucking bad. And if you're religious, <laughs> yeah. I got nothing against you. I just, I just don't subscribe to any religion because I think it's a divide and conquer uh, tool by the of the fucking people in power. It's my opinion. The
2: uh, the old the old line from the Devil Makes Three song. The uh, they say that Jesus coming must be walking, sure ain't running.
1: <laughs> so uh, arthur grant hits loch ness monster this is uh pretty fuck in one of the most uh, curious sightings arthur grant claimed to have literally ran into the loch ness monster on his motorcycle on january 5th. i you
2: were gonna say just punched it right in the face <laughs>
1: fuck you well I'd throw out to another cryptid episode because it's just weird that black-eyed children are uh, technically and that mentioned as like cryptid, so to speak.
2: Well, they're changeling, uh, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're, they're associated with like the changeling and, and the, the fairies and what kind have
1: you. of, but this demons is a vampire. Maybe. And one story that me and Billy covered a kid punched a black eyed kid in the face. He was like, get away from me. And he fucking clocked. This I mean, kid. technically
2: if you punch a kid in the face, they become a black eyed child. Yeah, that's it's just, true. yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um it's pretty funny so he like uh this really weird he's riding his motorcycle um and it was about 1 a.m on a moonlit night and grant claimed to have seen the neck of the beast when, uh and when he um when he asked to sketch and describe this creature said it was something like a cross between a seal and um a plesiosaur a, a plesiosaur a yeah is this, Why does
2: this dude look like <laughs> some fucking Fantastic Four superhero with like a metal face? He does. He's like, like, give me like, you big dino bastard! I'm gonna run you down. And that this—I'm
1: pretty sure this is his sketch.
2: So dude, I want that as a wood carving on my wall somewhere. That's fantastic. That
1: is pretty funny. Yeah, just look up the Arthur Grant um, uh, hits a, hits a monster. You'll be able to see it if you're an audio listener. Um, God, we're I just doing, that. you know, and, and for, <laughs> yeah, for the uh, p- uh, people on the audio. Obviously, we know that people consume our content. Audibly uh, more often, uh, but that's we look up these things. If we're mentioning the pictures, you can easily while you're just listening to it on your phone or whatever, just look it up and you can kind of see what we're talking about. Because for the YouTube, we like to just add in a little snippet so people get a better idea of what these monsters or weird things or serial killers look like and sound like. Um, so who knows? He, w- he was so intrigued with the creature that he got off his bike to follow it in the water, but not quick enough, only saw the ripples that were left by. He's like, Hey, hey come back hey hey i want to be your friend We <laughs>
2: you need to exchange information you hit my <laughs> bike <button>. oh yeah
1: <laughs> so have you ever you know have you ever heard of this tale is that one that like when you were looking at that up, was one
3: be- i didn't encounter but then um as i'm, as I'm seeing the picture as well it's kind of ringing bells but um the plesiosaur i've got that written down but yeah. i didn't know which part of the which sighting it mentioned that in but I don't know about you guys. Uh, I'm not a believer in dinosaurs at all. <laughs> and, oh, and you're one of those, man. I, I, I
1: wouldn't.
3: I wouldn't be surprised if you looked up plesiosaur. This is one tip I'll give you. I've got the app on my phone, uh, Etymology, and I bet if you typed in plesio. Or even places, or it'll come up with something that'll be kind of they do that a lot. So let me there's get there's into, let me
1: get into something for real quickly. When I was uh, me and my buddy Chance were working in a restaurant, we had Chili Fest. Right, we we're done by three. We drank. Uh, this is a bad story because we end up he ended up driving drunk home. Chelsea didn't know where I was. I was in responsive because we were having so much fun. We went to like could have left that part out. Yeah, Tom. and yeah, it was it was years <laughs> ago. But Chance was hundred percent drunk. Don't know how I made it home. Uh, I I was drunk and I could see him just swerving on the road as we were. Drived about 20 minutes. So it was very sketchy, but we were pretty drunk. And, and then chance are uh, talking to this older woman. And then she started talking about how, um, I don't know how we got into it, but she said how she doesn't believe in dinosaurs and that because, um, it was made up and stuff like that to dismiss the word of God. And we proceeded to berate this woman and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I, my, I believe dinosaurs existed. And, uh, I believe maybe what took them out was, uh, They, everything was in progression, right? I believe in the reptilian conspiracy theory that it wasn't meteorite, that maybe the reptilians used some sort of technology to wipe out the dinosaurs to further along the mammals' evolutionary species, because if the dinosaurs were left where they were, they could have evolved into a humanoid creature. They have it in the fucking Smithsonian that it could be a possibility. That's why they could exist on another planet, blah, blah, blah. Uh, tail for another, uh, episode. But, um, I, I believe that they may have, uh, rearranged the bones wrong. That's my belief. I believe they existed, but I believe they might not look the way that they've shown us and set them up why do you believe that dinosaurs don't exist when we have actual evidence that they did
3: again it's it's not something i'm firm on or i've done much research into so don't take it you know you you'll probably know more than me but from the little pieces of information that i've picked up over the years um to me it's dinosauria was created in the is it the 1800s and all these bones that get traveled around the world, they're not real. They're they are actually 3D printed or, or they're made up of like chicken bone. And if you look back at the very first ever dinosaur, it's called something hilarious. It's like it's got the word cock or f- uh, <laughs> it's a word for... Because the, it probably looks like a bird. What do and, you and think? It, to me, That's a Freemasonic thing is where yeah. everything are, uh, evolves around the phallus, like the, the, yeah. the, the Freemasonic... the the statues that they I are, love. The, dicks. The, the, I mean, that's, yeah. that's all the
2: way back to the secret schools. If we're going into, the, I mean, the Masons <laughs> yeah. definitely stole a good chunk of their shit from, you know, Greek and Egyptian mythology mm-hmm. as well. Anton, Sorry, do you brain brain believe was. in oh, dinosaurs? Created. Do I, I believe love in dinosaurs? Really real. I, I, look, I, I don't necessarily believe in anything as you well know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I definitely see the controversy surrounding it. Uh, with the Bone Wars and everything that went on with that and the fact that we've allegedly never found a complete skeleton of anything yeah. ever together. So I would say there's definitely some hokey shit there, but... Do you believe in two genders? Right now, I'm just I, I like to... I, I'm not fucking touching on the 10 year cattle prod, Tom. <laughs> I have to have some sort of safe face in this community if I ever hope to get laid again, all right? <laughs> that's so, true, that's true. Um, <laughs> it. Just joking. Fucking just totally derailed me, you piece I of don't. shit. Um, no, I, I I, I think it's probable that there are. Yeah. Um, I think we've found enough shit to be like, okay, this is, this is interesting. And there are definitely the bones that are passed around are not the actual bones, but from my understanding of that, the reason that is is because they're not actually... As as hard as everyone says they are. And then we have them all locked up somewhere and what have you. But, I think a lot of our questions would be answered if we all just fuck storming Area Fifty One. Let's storm the fucking Vatican. Yeah, let's get into that basement and find that shit because we'll have a lot of questions. There's so much probably where a good chunk of the lost books from the Library of Alexandria are. There, yes, we're gonna find out the truth of the Knights Templar. I mean, yesterday was Friday the Thirteenth,
1: so we'll eventually get into that because we've talked about the Knights Templar and stuff like that. But eventually, I do want to get into the Vatican. It's gonna be a lot of pedophile jokes, but that's just the way it goes. Um, But no, I just there is a lot of hidden shit. and who knows what we're actually being told is correct uh but i think the reptilians wiped out uh the fucking their dinosaur i guess because they were being connected
2: to them so that we could evolve and they could enslave us Just i think hear. it was atlantis and I, th- I think i think when whatever reactor that atlantis was running went oh, off and destroyed the fucking place that's what wiped out life pretty much everywhere else That's
1: sound bad hypothesis uh, so the infamous surgeon's photograph in 1934, perhaps the most famous of all Loch Ness monster photographs is the one that everyone has seen uh, mm-hmm. where it's the, the Loch Ness poking its head out of the water. Uh, the most I- infamous photo of all time. Uh, and it was taken in 1934 by Robert, uh kenneth wilson and was published in the daily mail on april 21st 1934 wilson did not have his own name associated with the photo which led to the image being associated with professional uh with his uh, profession instead It quickly Mm -hmm. caught on as the surgeon's photograph however he was on his unwillingness to be associated with the image also led to much speculation that was later proven to be true supposedly
2: you think this was just a bored dude with PTSD from World War One that has like seen some horrible shit and had to do a whole bunch of field surgery and was just like, I'm going to go make everyone think that there's a fucking dinosaur in this. <laughs> to Really fuck with them because I don't know what to do with myself.
1: Well, that's say, at first glance. Uh, you know, the image seems to be legit. Uh, the crop version, which was printed in the newspaper, made the monster seem enormous and the ripples in the water appeared to be large waves. However, when uncropped the image, w- the uncropped image was studied years later. There was uh, de- uh, there were details that didn't seem to add up. Eventually, the picture was deemed as a hoax, a scheme cooked up by by uh, Christian Splurring, Christian Splurring and his friends as revenge against the Daily Mail, who happened to be his <laughs> employer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep. Pretty pretty it. weird. It, it looks a lot like you know the guy that does the the sprinkling of the salt and pepper. Oh yeah, <laughs> it <laughs> Yo, it does actually. That's actually really funny. <laughs> just, somebody needs it's to make a meme
2: of that of the Loch Ness monster doing the salt bay, just like yeah. <laughs> I'm it's sure actually just salt in his dinner. <laughs> <It's
0: fine.
1: laughs> uh, and uh, so it's funny. Spurling Spirl- uh, has a reportedly uh, reported to find uh, Nessie's footprints that were later deemed as faked. Uh, so he and his friends crafted a toy model that could be used to simulate Nessie, and then took pictures uh it just ah oh man this is the most famous photo but man it does look very shady like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really this it looks tiny um i know mm-hmm. it's supposed to be in this massive body of water but it looks like a toy just something floating in the mm-hmm. water i would love to believe this but i don't know
3: yeah I, i've got a bit more time than that uh, marmaduke yeah, weatherall uh he was hired by the daily mail in the 1930s to investigate and he found what he thought was a uh, the Nessie, Nessie's footprint. And it was later to be found that it was actually a a hippopotamus's footprint. So he was very embarrassed. It was zoologists actually said, no, that's a hippopotamus. And it was, it was debunked and he was very embarrassed away with his his tail between his legs. And his sons were involved in that, uh, photo that you've just popped there, the, the surgeon's photo, his sons and him, along with the, the surgeon, uh, conspired to they built the model they put it in the water and they got the surgeon to take the photo uh, mm-hmm. or that guy was it Starling you said so- yeah. someone else took the photo and then he published it but the the reason why they contacted the surgeon is because the surgeon was very well known for he liked to, to do pranks he liked to do ah. things like that so that's probably why he didn't want his name on the picture um, yep Hip Hop Anonymous? Yeah. sense. <laughs> Is that the yeah. one where they took the, uh, they had like a
2: taxidermied ashtray that was a hippo's foot and they used that to make the the footprints or what have you? I'm
3: not too sure of that one. But okay. So that's that was kind
2: of cool. It was in one of the videos that I had watched where they were talking about the surgeon footage and uh, they basically just made like a little toy submarine on a, yeah. on a rope with the Nessie thing. And they're like, what about the ripples? He just picks up a stone and he's like, <laughs>
1: there you go. Take a picture. <laughs> so on May 29th, 1938, a tourist named, uh, na- name of G E Taylor took a film of what he believed to be the Loch Ness monster film. Uh, Loch Ness monster. The film was in color It had three minutes of recorded footage on a six millimeter film. The film was sold to Maurice Barton, a popular science writer and, uh, was shared with other researchers. The film was largely forgotten until 1961 when Burton published a single frame from this, bu- uh, from, uh, the footage from in the book uh, his book and Burton claimed the film was a floating object not an animal however since the original footage had been, never been released to the public it's unlikely we'll ever know for sure and yeah I couldn't find um supposedly this may be it um one of the the film the film footage that he got but we don't really know for sure
2: isn't that Bolskin off to the right yes I th- wait is it I thought that was at least part of Bolskin because I know Bolskin's right on the lock Ball skin? Why is it bull skin? Because it's Crowley. Of course it's something to do with balls.
1: Mm -hmm. Fucking Crowley. (laughs) So I have the Promising Sonar readings, and this is in uh, December 1954. Is that the one that you have, Ian?
3: The uh, 1954 yeah, one? I think so. It could be say Yeah, Carrion.
1: No, no. If, uh, well, yeah, if you want to get into this, it's very short, but essentially in okay. December 1954, uh, the crew of the Rival 3 took sonar readings that found a large object uh, keeping pace with their boat from a depth of nearly 500 feet, and it was detected for 800 meters before the contact of the object was lost. Though this was never proven to be Loch Ness Monster, uh, it's a, supposed to be a valuable piece of evidence that has come to light.
3: Mm-hmm. No, the the sonar ones I've got is in Later the 1970s.
1: On. Okay, so yeah, we're getting we're getting up to the 1970s very yep. soon. We're now in the 60s, and in 1960, Tim Dizdale filmed a hump in the Loch Ness that was a large wake behind it. The Dizdale was um, an aeronautic an aeronautical engineer. Is that is that what, you? What do you fucking mm-hmm. dive down into water and go for a swim?
2: The Dizdale from Doug Dimmadale, Dimmadome, yeah. Dimmadale. <laughs>
1: Uh, engineer reportedly taken footage on his last day uh, of uh, of searching for Nessie. He said the object appeared to be reddish in color with blotches on its side and produced a 50 foot uh, 50... forty feet of film that he claimed could prove the existence of Loch Ness Monster. However, when the image was enhanced, enhance, enhance. It could been seen as maybe it was a hump of a boat, so obviously this was dismissed until nineteen ninety-three when Discovery Communications decided to make a documentary about the Loch Ness Monster, and while enhancing the Disdale film to use in part of their production, somehow noticed a strange shadow in the negative that could be clearly seen in the film. So who knows when the team enhanced and overlay the image to study the shadow, they discover what appeared to be black half of a creature under the water. Strange.
2: So uh, staying in the 1960s and staying on the topic of film, uh, I know we, we briefly touched on it before and I'll uh, I'll bring my screen up. But so there was a uh, there was a model made for a 1969 Sherlock Holmes movie uh, starring Robert Stevens and Christopher Lee that sunk in the lock. And, uh, and some years later, somebody ran a, uh, a radar through the water and we're like, oh, we found the corpse of Nessie. We found, we found a dead one. And, uh, I'll, I'll do my screen share so you guys can see these images. That's a lot. That's Nessie. So this is the underwater robot detected survey. Uh, so then there's the body and then there's the head. Uh, if we go up, you'll see that was an image from the movie. It was a Sherlock Holmes one. Jesus. And, uh, yeah, so they they found uh, what the, what they thought was for, you know a, a Nessie carcass, and uh, there's another another scan of it, and uh, then they realized, they're like, nope, it's just this prop that's sunk in 1969. Go
1: up. Is that thing about Klaus Schwab? Where I saw the name Schwab, <laughs> financial plan from Schwab.
2: Oh no, he's not. <laughs> Charles Schwab which I've always <laughs> wondered if that's connected to Klaus Schwab <laughs> the Charles Schwab uh, instit- finance institution or whatever yeah, probably it's like that's my son yeah and then here's, here's another uh, computer generated image and what have you
1: hmm. I don't know about yeah. that one who's that old fuck the strange case of luck that's Christopher Lee oh yeah it is
2: <laughs> Christopher Lee was a bad motherfucker too Didn't I'd love play? to do an episode on him for famous dead we could do that because he was a vampire no Christopher Lee was, in, was a Nazi hunter
1: he was a vampire too
2: Oh, he was Dracula
1: in the hammer films. Yeah. yeah. I love hammer. All right. Just, just fucking. All right. That's so Tom's way of saying he loves giant. That, dick. <laughs> the hunt <laughs> begins with so much misleading and unreliable evidence. Cryptid hunters and fans of Nessie took to luck in several attempts to prove the existence of the creature once and for all. Although there has never been enough evidence for any of these expeditions to prove the existence of Nessie. Uh, maybe, who knows, but they keep searching. If you're in England, you'll find out that Scotland may have had, uh, you know they had the monster will bring them fame and power. So England's like, oh, you know what? Like we're going to get on this uh, money and tourism attraction. Uh, so what should you do? According to the newly uncovered documents, you put a uh, bounty on the monster for, uh, to be delivered dead or alive to the London's natural history museum. So they literally put a hit on Nessie's head. David Clark, author of Britain's Extraordinary Files with a Big X, uh, uncovered documents detailing the sinister plot in his research. It was evident in 1934 that the London and that uh, had many MPs as well as prominent and powerful people such as naturalist Sir Pete, Peter Scott, who believed Scott uh, in uh, the Loch Ness Monster and wanted uh, it for England. And this, uh, you know, this includes management of the Natural History, uh, History Museum. A letter from unnamed uh, official gave these specific instructions to any English hunter or fisherman who might see Nessie. Should you come across or ever see the monster, you hope I'm gonna butcher this. I hope you will <laughs> never be deteriorated by the human human hu, humanitarian considerations from shooting him or on spot or sending the caucus to us in the cold storage. Fuck with my accent. Uh, obviously, so if they do if you shoot it, whatever. Sh, uh, sh, um, short of it's this, a flipper or jaw or tooth art would be very welcome. So they're saying, if you're an English fuck and you see this thing, uh, if you shoot it, I want proof. Um, Hell hath no fury like Scotland's scorn. So when the Royal uh, Scottish Museum caught wind of this plot, it was uh, a letter was sent to the Secretary of State for Scotland, Sir Godfrey Collins, pledging to fight for the rights of Nessie. We think that the monster should not be allowed to. I don't fuck. I'm not doing a Scottish accent. Sorry, but <laughs> we, we <laughs> (laughs) we think that the monster should not be allowed to find its last resting place in england such a fate would surely cause scottish outrage so that yeah they they you know (laughs) it's kind of funny that the english wanted the monster and then uh the scottish were like no no he's ours the final resting place should be in scotland you should not fuck with nessie it resting place should be here
2: I mean, the English have been fucking murdering and stealing artifacts since the British Museum existed. lest we forget everything that came out of Cairo and Egypt
1: and shit. So Mm -hmm. they Um, shut off the nose of the fucking Sphinx because they thought it resembled a black man.
3: What a dumb, what a bunch of dumb cunts.
1: (laughs) (sighs) So, have you heard about that? The
2: Scottish people. (laughs) Have you heard about that? The English fuck over everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you heard about that? You never heard about like um them like the English trying to essentially take Nessie and hunt for him. Her. I mean, no, I'd never,
3: I'd never heard of that. But even in my research, I didn't come across that. What years was that? The sixties.
1: Yeah, it 70s. was it when they it came, kind of out, but supposed to be in the thirties is when the uh when they got wind of Loch Ness that so the English were like, you know what, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna take that too.
2: Yeah. All I can picture is the uh the hunter from Jumanji being the person. Oh to yeah, Holland. I know. It's like fun. I'm going Don't. to get that Nessie, <laughs> get her alive. <laughs>
1: So, in 1967, D. Gordon Tucker volunteered his uh, services as a sonar developer um, as a part of a larger movement that was being conducted by the LNPIB. He fixed a large sonar transducer under the water in hopes of finding proof of the Loch Ness Monster. During a two-week trial, several targets were identified. At least one has been discredited as a large um, shoal or fish? Sh- sh- uh, how do you- shoal of, fi- of, of fish is that like a big group of fish school of fish it says it's a, uh s-h-o-a-l shoal shoal of fish shoal. Mm-hmm. interesting but other uh
3: move that's just
2: of, another word for school of fish okay. is that just like a large group of fish or is it different probably a
3: scottish word for it we've got our own <laughs> words for pretty much everything that's fair <laughs>
1: enough but others moved at the speeds of up to 10 knots and did not appear to be any fish or any other aquatic life form in the area. Strange, strange. I wonder where that fish did go. So if you want to get into the sonar of
2: uh,
1: the
3: 1970s. Well, that stuff leads into it. It's the same It's uh, an organization called AAS designed sonar and camera technology that would alert them and and, uh, picture anything passing through the beams and, uh, In 1972, two years later, a large ink blot showed up on these uh, echo trace printers, which were then taken and analysed, and uh, the pictures are quite crazy. I don't know if you have them to show no, the people, but no, this is one of the ones where I saw, and then I'll go into further work where, where they were kind of debunked, but uh, where they say that these pictures, when you zoom in, and you touch them up, and whatever they do, they look like the head of a gargoyle, huh. and then the, yeah. the long fin, the fin, and... Um, and then it was later found in 1975 that the it was actually... No, sorry, I'm telling a lie there. I think it's way up until the the 90s that they yeah. finally found it was a tree trunk that just fell oh, yeah, into I've, water. yeah, I think I've
1: heard about that, too. Yeah,
3: but, but the head, it does look like a gargoyle head. It's crazy, <clears throat> Gargoyles you know, like, are maybe. also a
1: symbol of uh, the reptilians watching over us. Yeah,
3: makes <laughs> sense, yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah. That's where, there's a lot of weird sonar shit, and um, I have... Um, I have one more thing about uh, an Operation Deep Scan. So, if you guys have uh, anything else, mention it because then we're going to talk about maybe the origins and what Nessie could be to bring it to a close, so to speak. So, if you guys have anything, bring it up, talk about it. So, Operation Deep Scan in 1987. In 1987, and I, I cut out some stuff. Like, there is a lot of stuff of people searching for him, like now, you know, in the early 2000s, the 90s. Like, there's a lot. They, there's people been hunting this thing as long as, you know, longer than they've been hunting Bigfoot, way longer than Bigfoot, in my opinion. So, like, this is one of the. Like, I think the number one cryptid when it comes to the most famous cryptid. Um, So in 1987, 24 boats were equipped with echo uh, sounder equipment and used part of Operation Deep Scan, a mission to find Nessie. The results found a large mass at the bottom of the lock. Many wrote off the reading as a pile of debris, but, you know, the motion in three of the images made it questionable. These are skeptics who claim, there are skeptics that claim that the motion was likely caused by seals. Uh, It's always seals entering the lock, but that's, um, you know, there's others point to the Loch Ness monster. And like I said, we'll probably recover, especially because you are Scottish, like we'll probably come back to the Loch Ness um, eventually, not the monster, but there is paranormal events. There is the connection to Aleister Crowley, and D- Anton's gonna bring that up now. Um, so, there is a lot of weird things to do with the with Loch Ness in general that I didn't even know. And with places like this, you have a lot of, like, um, I don't know if it's on a ley line, I don't think it is, but there's a lot of weird things when it comes to you know, these places of paranormal creatures and there's supposed to be more paranormal creatures that are in Loch Ness that like in stuff to do with fairies. I know you guys love the fairies. That's what me and Anton joked. I don't know. You should listen and check out, uh, the, um, the bell Island, um, the mysteries of bell Island that me and Anton covered because I joked about how like the Scottish and, um, the Irish were constantly English. fighting, yeah. and the English—they're all fighting and shit like that. And then the Scottish and Irish are like fairies, oh fairies, yes, they're, you know, and they <laughs> finally agree on something because <laughs> you guys have a big. I, I, I think I harkened it to that
2: scene, that that scene in Braveheart where they are—they're ready to go at each other, and then they just stop like four inches away from each other, and everyone hugs, and then they turn on the English. <laughs> <That was> the
1: <laughs> for the fairies. <laughs> had you do did you, did you hear a lot of folklore about fairies when you were a kid or anything like that or
3: no. No, that's why I'm saying that. Is that not an Irish thing, like uh, with the leprechauns and fairies? Yes,
1: and- it also connects to Scotland, too, which is what weird.
2: I-, I believe it was like Welsh and yes. and supposedly like just that area, but I don't, I'm, I'm fairly ignorant on the the interconnectivity of, of all three of those areas, you know, like the, the British Isles and what have you, for lack you of a better word. You guys have term. a lot of
1: folklore, and that's what would be interesting that you're Scottish and don't know about half of it. I know. So I it know. would be funny to cover also like more Scottish. Um, cryptids, paranormal, um, stuff to do with mm-hmm. that. Fairies, uh, are such a big, there's so many things about fairies in, in, a, in your neck of the woods, uh, across mm-hmm. the pond. It's very, there's a lot of things to do with fairies. We more have like skinwalkers mm-hmm. and shape shifting, uh, indigenous creatures and stuff like that. But it, that's why I love like, cause you're the history of, um, you know, even like, you know, Scotland, Ireland, you know, England, all that, you know, that folklore that has stuck around for centuries before. And then they brought it over here. The same thing to do with like obviously Halloween and those like tr- traditions passed on by pagans and stuff like that. It goes pretty deep with a lot of the weird folklore mm-hmm. shit yeah speaking of deep we're gonna talk about alice crowley's butthole for a sec
2: (laughs) deep into crowley's butthole come into me nessie unsheath your wand um so we i mean does a a wand have a sheath does a wand have a sheath so okay here's a fun fact that i learned you know why vagina is a fucked up word is because vagina is actually a sheath for a sword what that's yeah, so apparently that's that's why it's one of the derogatory terms you can use for, you know, a bulba and the whole the whole setup is because it's basically just saying it serves one purpose and that's to have a sword put into it.
1: Ah, uh, that's fucking funny. Uh what I yeah. um uh, me and Aaron were talking about shit. Uh did you guys I don't know if you guys use the same slang? I don't know if it's different and stuff like that, but he was we're talking about strange wands because we did an episode to explain where Juan went. Um and uh I guess in um, Ireland, wan is almost like a slut, like the, uh, that wan over there, like it's like a girl, like a kind of slutty girl or a girl you want to get with type of shit.
3: Okay,
1: do you ever heard of Juan. that? How, how do you spell that? He said Juan. they spell it uh, what W A N, like that wan over that
3: there. Oh, mm. oh. that like how the
2: uh, the Irish say uh, having the crack? And in uh, mm-hmm. here it means you have a severe substance abuse problem, but out there it means you're just having a good time. <laughs>
3: yeah. I would love to know some Scottish a story on name. uh, names for vaginas. I heard this one recently. The beaver is actually because way, way, way back in time, when women uh, maybe got hair lice in their nether regions, they would have to shave it off, and then because they were cold, they would skin a beaver and wear that as like you know warmth. Yeah. Oh my That's god. Kind of, yeah,
1: I feel like I heard silly. that. I want somewhat. that to be
3: true. That's fantastic. <laughs> I, I think it is true. That there's a guy on Podbean who I frequent a lot. It's a it's an app for listening to podcasts. Yeah, but that's what we yeah, A lot of live shows, and his name is Beaver, and everyone says, well, "Why Beaver? Why do you like Beaver?" And he's like telling us all this interesting facts <laughs> about the Beaver, and that's he says, and "Also, did you know?" And told that story. We yeah. use beavers as chainsaws in Canada. We just hold
1: one
2: and fucking that's how we take down trees. And they also ride moose instead of driving cars. eh?
1: All right, let's talk about fucking the deepest butthole ever.
2: (laughs) So in 1933, Crowley was was asked to write a uh, a, a, uh, an article for Empire News in the UK about about Loch Ness. And uh, this comes from Mysterious Universe. Uh, The article is as follows. I have been very intrigued by the recent stories concerning the appearance of some fearsome monster about 30 feet long. And I want it inside of me. (laughs) <laughs> with, ever, with eyes reported to be like the headlights of a motor car which is alleged to lurk in the depths of Loch Ness interested because at one time during the pursuit of my investigations into magic I owned the notorious manor of Bolskin and Abataph situated on the southeast side of Loch Ness halfway between, I'm gonna butcher this word Inverfaria? I can't even yeah, <laughs> I-N-V-E-R-F-A-R-I-G-A-I-G how the fuck would I say that? Thank this you. Yeah. Inverferrier and foyer? F-o-y-e-r-s? Foyer. Uh, F-O-Y-E-R-S?
3: foyer. Foyers.
2: I say notorious because long before I purchased the manor, it was already the place around which a score of legends had been woven. All of them of a mysterious nature. Thus the head of old Lord Lovat, who was beheaded after the 45, was believed to roll up and down the corridors of rambling old place. There was another legend that a lunatic had murdered his mother by smashing her brains out against the wall Jesus. and that she returned at times to pick them up again. <laughs> so
0: These alone have
2: myself. sufficed to give Bolskin an evil reputation and my own experiences there by no means diminished that evil reputation. Crowley continued to say, So you will appreciate my interest in the latest story of Loch Ness, about which there have been so many speculations. I noticed that the monster has been seen by a number of reputable people who speak in odd tones, some suggesting that it may be a survival of some prehistoric creature released from some fastness in the Earth by recent blasting operations in the district. Oh, yeah, it might be from Hollow Earth, bro. It could be. Others that it is some mysterious monster from the deep which has made its way to the lock from which it cannot now escape. I know not, and I only know that at the time I have known Loch Ness, it has always been regarded by those living in the vicinity as the lock which never gives up its dead. Divers who have gone down as far as 200 feet have told of huge fissures and holes in the bottom of the lake, whilst the deepest sounding yielded over 700 feet as its depths and places I have no knowledge of this monster, but I have knowledge of the Manor of Bolskin, where many uncanny events happened during the time I lived there. And it's not just because of the heroin and mescaline.
1: <laughs> it is weird, and like eventually, like, I want to talk like back and go back into, um, you know, maybe mysteries of the depth and the deep inside. Because the thing about it, we're all we want to travel deeper the fucking deeper. space. We want to fucking, you know, we want to go to Mars with Elon fucking Musk, the fucking savior of these idiots, and uh, you know, and this we don't. Really even explored half the shit in the fucking water. Also, well, yeah, thank I don't, you
2: not to disparage my transhumanist I don't fucking trust.
1: I'm not. I'm not Juan I do not fucking trust Elon Musk as far
2: as I can throw him. I don't trust anyone, dude. Why would you Why would you trust somebody that's made that far in society? Well, people are like, Th- that he's going to be our savior. And it's like, people are pointing out, like especially
1: fucking religious people, that he might be the Antichrist because obviously Antichrist comes as like a uh, um, uh, uh, you know, charming individual and he wants to put the neural link inside your brain, which could be the mark of the beast. But now it's just like the whole thing about, oh, well, he's um, saying how the Chinese are so great because how long they work. That and pissed
2: me the fuck off. And I read all, that article yeah. and was like, fuck you, dude. And also
1: the fact that he's like, how much money would it take to like feed the world? They're like, oh whatever, ninety billion dollars.
2: And then he bought fucking Twitter. He's temporarily purchased Twitter. He doesn't actually have it yet. Uh, they put a hiring freeze on. This is not relevant to what we're talking about, but yeah. uh, he put a hiring free- They put a hiring freeze on. I think they uh, shit canned a couple top executives that were willing to support him. So there's a whole big thing with that. But I mean, that very well could just be the Hollywood theater to distract us oh, yeah. from the fact that there are food plants burning down and you know everything else that's going on right now. Pretty so. Deep. Mm-hmm. And then there's the uh, the Elon Musk Amber Heard connection too, which what? is fucking. Yeah, you haven't seen that. I guess yeah. Musk and Heard dated, and there's a bunch of pictures of him walking around covered in bruises. <laughs> she's yeah. a
1: fucking psycho. She is fucking full blown reptilian. I don't know. What I'm
2: saying. Oh, but. she's not that good of an actress, so I doubt she's playing anything. But can we talk about somebody doing a key bump on the fucking stand? That was glorious. What? What? So <laughs> oh, you didn't see that image where she like takes the fucking thing up <gasps> and she's like blowing her nose, and everyone's like, it was a snot rock, and I'm like, look. <laughs> I know what it looks like when someone does cocaine. Do you think that she was doing yays? <laughs> oh, I think she was doing a bump. It's what it looks like, yeah. She could yeah.
1: get it in there. I guess they're not searching her. Like, it's Dude, a fucking like, case.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, cocaine doesn't go off in a fucking metal detector, Tom. That's fucking... That is really weird, man.
3: You don't even know what kind of technology they have. If the, the, the tissue itself was made of cocaine yeah, or know, something like that. That's true. You just don't know. <laughs> well, that yeah, was yeah. the old way
2: they used to smuggle, is they would make cocaine into, like, a... Yeah. Um, A textile, and they would just build shit out of it, and then, like, there you go. Like in um,
1: Cheech and Chong. A little bit of water, and she's like, Cheech and Chong, the whole fucking van's made out of fucking weed.
2: they don't really realize it the, the whole fucking dead. time must be some high quality shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the origins of Nessie with obviously so many contradicting claims it is doubtful we'll ever know the truth um you know what actually caused the first sightings and these many sightings is it human imagination or Nessie herself however there are many and several theories what could be you know the strange what could be these strange things What what is this strange monster in Loch Ness uh obviously we talked about the Kelpies that's obviously that's just another paranormal style creature. Is it an eel? Perhaps, uh, you know, the eel because eels are known to supposedly inhabit the Loch Ness, it makes sense that a giant eel uh, could have been the cause of the Loch Ness monster sightings. Many, you know, propose that it could have been this creature that was responsible for leaving wakes in the water and confusing tourists. However, there are many who doubt this theory. Eels are known to move from side to side similar to the manner in which snakes move. This contradicts the many reports that claim that Loch Ness monster was spotted moving up and down in the water. Uh, still, the distance at which many of the sightings occurred Do make it possible that Nessie sightings Could be confused with a large eel
2: Who knows You've heard the uh, the swimming elephant theory right <laughs> What it was an elephant So Where's the uh, let, me, let me find the uh, thing I'm Some up, east indian up, guys up. just riding
1: the fucking elephant Into the water
2: so the Bertram Mills Circus Theory. This theory implies that Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, is in fact the trunk of a swimming elephant. The huh. theory came to light when it was discovered that Bertram Mills, the circus director at the time, was bathing his elephants in Loch Ness during his tours. I could see it. Yeah. I could see it. Uh, then there's the it. whole sturgeon theory, which isn't like, you know, the, the surgeon theory or anything like that. But the sturgeons for a lot of the sightings where people are, are, you know, trying to go to see Nessie and they see a lake sturgeon, which is, you know, a dinosaur in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, in, in the lock, and they're like, oh, there it is. It's moving. And it's like, you don't even have a basic understanding of, you know, natural biology or, <laughs> or any sort of fucking fish, apparently, because you're just a gawking tourist.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, in 2013, Jeremy Wade of River Monsters TV show theorized that the Loch Ness monster may simply be a Greenland shark that found its way into fresh water. It's possible because they can eventually adapt if they need to, but it is rare. This species of shark is known to be found in the North Atlantic Ocean, making it probable that it could maybe found its way to Scotland. It is known to be dark in color and can grow up to 20 feet in length, making it um, obviously a viable candidate for the Loch Ness monster. Sightings. However, it has been yet to be reported that this species of Sark actually made its way into Loch Ness.
2: So you've heard the. uh, uh, theory that it's just an alien as well Right because of the, yes. you know, the UFO sightings around, around That's what Loch Ness I was going to say well. there's
1: also Which I was going to mention UFO sightings That's what I'm saying we could eventually dive back into Loch Ness And there is many UFO sightings around Loch Ness that's why it'd be kind of cool if they Some I don't know if there is but if there's like a camping ground Where you could go camp near Loch Ness and then you know Bring out your phone or like try to see if you can get Footage just chill um, you know smoke Up and look at the sky and see if you can see any UFOs Yeah <laughs> Maybe do some <laughs> mushrooms, and then you might just actually see an alien. <laughs> there a good are way to make contact. Yeah, the existence of a different monster. Let's just get in this quick. Just obviously, those who theorize the Loch Ness monster could be the name of another Scottish monster, the Kelpie, the water horse. A monster has a similar mo to Nessie, making some wonder at the Loch Ness monster. Could be developed based on, um, you know, the telling of old legends. Studies of the Kelpie lore indicate that Loch Ness is one of the most common locks mentioned in the horror tales. So, it's... There's no proof of this, but... And also... Or is it a dinosaur? There are many that realize that the Loch Ness monster descriptions match that of um, a plethosaurus, as it could be said almost perfectly. This is the... create excitement over the speculation that maybe a dinosaur species has survived this way into modern times, which is a possibility it could have happened uh who knows right we it's you know we have connections to like how we still have fucking you know you know like the lizard creatures that we have that still exist obviously like um the goddamn uh fucking bearded dragon and the the big oh the big one what's the big one
2: you mean a komodo dragon, komodo dragon oh, yeah, yeah. the bearded dragons are those adorable little spiky yeah, fuckers i know
1: i uh mm-hmm. billy's buddy alex had one and what his name was um uh what was his fucking name it was the stupidest name uh dunks i think it was like dunks or something like that and i'm like why did you name your fucking uh alex that's been on uh, actually a bunch of episodes of the podcast um and that's why we were able to say some stuff about i'm not, I'm not gonna say that anyway yeah <laughs>
0: because yeah. he's
1: black um but uh he also named his dog uh um uh gaspacho which is a fucking
2: soup mm-hmm. it's he, cold soup
1: yeah he named his Dog after a cold soup. I was like, why the fuck? He's like, home him Spotch. And he's like, you know, uh, I was like, why'd you name your fucking dog after a cold soup? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, man, you're fucking weird.
2: The cereal soup?
1: Yeah. So, what do we think? Do you guys believe Loch Ness exists? Um, you know, obviously, if you the, the host heads out there, let us know and everything like that. Like, this will be on Ian's show too. So, like, you know, you know, if uh, if you're like, you know, uh, what, email any of us, you know, or you know, shout out, like, you know, go on the Instagrams, um, and we'll shout Twitter. them out later. Just, yeah, tweet, a, tweet at us, tweet whatever. Like, you know, we're on Twitter too. I hate Twitter, so Anton runs it. Um, so yeah, just let let's know what you think, but. I would like to believe it's real. This is one of the big cryptids. I think I think it's possible. I'll say, I don't know, like you know, maybe forty five percent. I believe that it could it could exist.
3: What do you think it would be if it if it does exist?
1: I think that it could be, um, maybe something from Hollow Earth. Like I do believe that we there is we don't really explore explore the depths of the ocean. It could be something that deeps when deeper than the ocean somehow got into Loch Ness possibility right who knows if it's hmm. from hollow earth because i do i don't believe it i don't believe in fucking flat earth but i do believe the earth could be hollow with the sun in the center is a possibility and the earth actually revolves around a sun uh, that's inside of the earth but also there's a possibility that there is just deep cavern systems inside the earth that certain creatures live that we've never seen and you know there's the theory that that's what the grays are there's a lot of different theories about that but like there could be cavern systems within the earth which there is that's where children always go missing so who knows how deep they really go um and you know how many different creatures that we may not even know exist live inside them so maybe a, or an old dinosaur i don't fucking know
2: I, I think that's that's probably pretty close to it. It's entirely possible that this thing was just a leftover from whatever, you know, prehistoric era. Uh, it, it very well – it's like, why isn't there a body? It's like, well, it's probably an endangered species. There very well maybe just be caverns under there. And like many animals, it probably went and swam into that cavern when it knew it was close to the end of its life yeah. and just died there. So it's not going to surface. It's not going to come up. True, and true. I think Unless you actually go down and find those caverns, you're never going to find
3: the bones.
1: That's true. All right. What do you think, Eden? I. I,
3: I'm i quite a pessimist on this stuff so I'm sorry to ruin anyone's you know <laughs> but like I, I think like with, with the Bigfoot and Loch Ness and Aliens to a certain degree I think they would have shown themselves by now. Like the Loch Ness is probably not the cleverest of beings, So wouldn't it just be like wandering out of the water all the time and be seen by now? You know, that's the way I think. And I know it's not proof at all. It's subjective. And aliens um, haven't shown
1: up because we haven't raised our consciousness high enough because they, they think that we're just a, there's all the different theories, right? And aliens maybe didn't show up or like Bigfoot is an interdimensional creature and is smarter than we understand. And that he kind of like goes in and out of fucking reality at times. Um, I, I tend to believe that there's creatures and cryptids out there that could exist on different dimensional levels. And somehow, you know, like the whole thing of when you're listening to a radio station, this is explained by David Icke, right? How the reptilians exist and why we see them shape shift on camera is because it's like listening to a radio station and they're just outside the fringes of our reality. So then when you're like tuning into a radio station and you kind of hear that static of another radio station come in, it's kind of like that where someone gets mucked up in their technology or what they're using or just the reality in general. And then they start to, you start to see little figments of what they actually are, these people in yeah. power, who knows, right? But like, yeah. there's the idea, right, that we're either the aliens don't give a fuck about us at all, and that we're not worth any of their time. We're like a TV show where they just watch and observe us um, because we're technically a new race compared to all these other races of aliens that are out there. Because um, technically, we'd be aliens to them. Or like, there's all the theories that we haven't raised our consciousness high enough. Where we're too barbaric at this point. We're too divide and conquer. We don't understand that we're all connected and that we're all sharing the same kind of mind the one unified consciousness so that's the one i tend to believe is that they just Mm -hmm. we're not at the level where they can introduce themselves because all hell will break loose there are people that their minds will literally break especially religious people so there's that aspect i
3: I, I do like that stuff i've heard quite a bit about that like uh, frequencies and other dimensional kind of stuff and and i'm i'm you know i'm I'm not saying i'm on board with it but i am open to i think it's it is a plausible theory reptilians exist (laughs) <laughs> well, John John Keel wrote the uh, the Eighth Tower, the
2: guy that wrote the uh, the Mothman prophecies. Yeah, uh, and the Eighth Tower is it introduces that idea that they're not actually extraterrestrial, but they're extra dimensional. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what uh, I it's think. A different a different spectrum that we just can't perceive as humans. That's why they're not traveling um, in
1: light years; they're traveling through dimensions, like portals, too. Yeah,
2: essentially just traveling through terrorism in, in time or dimensional
3: rifts or what have you yeah
1: well supposedly so, uh, a, a weird one here getting you you get into what you're getting to ian then i'm going to talk about a uh, portal very
3: quickly. i, I was just going to say that there was a quote from one of the documentaries i watched this week yeah. on uh, nessie and it was just a random comment from this guy but i wrote it down i think it kind of sums up how i feel about it is uh we would all like to find a real life dragon, and yeah. as long as there are people looking at things they don't understand, that dragon will live. So it's like you're 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 love. We would love the idea of a dragon living in the water there, and as long as you are talking about it and putting it on the the biscuit tins that we buy in our shops, yeah. you know, it, it lives on. So the idea of Nessie, I'm not on board. I, I don't believe in it, but I, I think. That I think tourism as well. You mentioned yes, earlier on the yeah. show. So it brings in, I've got it down here. It's like a million people travel to Inverness every year yeah. for Nessie. And it, uh, trust me, guys, I've got no love to go there other than Nessie. Like, yes, like right. nobody would go there. It's, it's a, it's a nice town, nice city, whatever, but it's not something you would go to. like there's Glasgow, there's Edinburgh, yeah. there's much better places. And it's kind of out of the way. It's up in the highlands. Um, to me, I think it's it's a tactic that they've used throughout, you know, do you since like, the Do you like 30s. the movie Highlander? I've actually never seen it. Why? you I'm a shambles kid. of a Scotsman.
1: <laughs> uh, but, but the thing is too, like... Uh, if you ever go there, send us pictures and stuff like that. Obviously I would Indeed. love to see, yeah, send us pictures of the old structures and all the stuff like that the whatever, whatever's there. I would, I would love to see pictures of it. Cause I, like I said, I would love to travel over there. I was talking to Aaron about that. that if if I could ever fucking get out, like if I ever had the money or the means, because, uh, you know, traveling is very expensive. I, you know I knew this, uh, girl, I worked with at the restaurant where she would literally work in the restaurants for a bit, save up money, travel, come back, save up money, travel. I'm like, you're not saving anything. How are you going to live? Are you going to buy a house? Like there's all that ideas of that. but. To get into, right, the whole, like, reptilian thing, which is kind of connected through dinosaurs, symbolism of the knight fighting the dinosaur, I mean, the dragon, I mean, the dragons is a symbolism of the reptilians and them trying to conquer us, right? There's supposedly there was portals all over the Earth back in the day, essentially around the Earth, where you could just travel in and out, and we were more, extra, I guess, interdimensional beings. Um, supposedly even humans, because supposedly we're from Lyra, there's all the fucking shit like that. So we're going back to The and Atlantean forth.
2: Stargates there. Yeah, Yeah, right Stargates now,
1: yeah. too. like, that's a, yeah, like, exactly, and they're supposedly... Around earth and then when the reptilians come came in to mine gold and to use as slaves they shut out down all those portals and now they're essentially guarding over them so we can't really leave and that also has to tie in with the web around the earth that when you reincarnate reincarnation is slavery because you're just going back in the same body or the, well, the same style of fucking as a human back and forth back and forth and you're just going in and out because then they can just easily control us and we're an infinite source of energy for them fucking weird mm-hmm
2: the archon net right yeah. that's what that's called yeah
1: that's it. like and I, that's why this is leading into where we decided to recover reptilians and that one's going to be a lot of fun because we're gonna have anton and billy and all like all three of us are going to be on doing that one and i'm obviously the one with more believer and anton and billy are more skeptical and billy is going to chirp me a lot because he's heard me speak about the reptilians since he was about 16 and i was about probably 19.
2: Oh. It is pretty bad. I do sometimes feel like when it's the three of us, Billy and I, gang up on you and just call yes. you stupid. Yeah, <laughs> that does happen. <laughs> we say it out of love, of course, but we're just like, bro, you read one article? Come on,
1: I saw them, bro. Shadow people exist, and that I believe that was a reptilian trying to fucking. Shadow suck people to are myself. not reptilian. Shadow people is a whole nother not, phenomenon. Not in my opinion. I believe that they're the, <laughs> shadow people are just the fringes of what we see. Like they're just they're masquerading and they hide and they're shadows because they're in lower dimensional frequencies and they were trying to suck my soul out. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> and that that's not what Tom wants them to suck no
1: like I said on the one to one episodes Ghost tried to rape me when I was a kid so um, <laughs> let's uh, so everyone shout out your stuff obviously www.strangeyoupodcast.com. subscribe to the Patreon it's the best way of supporting us um, and we are coming out with a lot of content with a lot of stuff is coming um, you know for the people you know it's three bucks a month it is extremely cheap it does help the show you know keep the lights on and uh, pay for a lot of things because it, it gets a little expensive especially yearly to release a podcast and make sure it's going everywhere and, and you know and, and also merch merch is the best way I'm wearing our stay strange not asleep um, which I think it's too late but I was going to do a vaccine edition of it but I don't want to alienate anybody in our audience so um, now now you don't want to alienate anyone in our audience the beginning, so last two care. fucking years Tom but know. okay yeah so Strange Brew TTV also we're on Twitch right now we usually stream to Twitch just for fun uh, so people can catch the episodes we've had a couple people coming in and out so what's up everybody and uh, yeah uh, anton shout out your shit and then ian will top it off with you mentioning everything you need to get out all your stuff plug your shit because uh we'll have the the host heads come over to your end of the
2: neck of the woods uh get a hold of us on twitter at real strange brew follow me on instagram at HP Shovecraft, uh twitch invader daggett underscore ttv uh go on and check out reverend kaiju's house of trash that'll be out by the time this episode airs exciting That's i'm my, gonna be on there a bunch. Uh, my- my solo show. Yeah, Tom and I, Juan and I did an episode on the unbearable weight of massive talent. Tom and I did an episode on Street Trash. Street trash. Uh, it's a movie, sometimes TV, sometimes always weird, sometimes just random internet <laughs> shit like we're going to do the uh, the great emu war of Australia <laughs> soon with uh, with Steve and my buddy Justin. Because uh, I turned them both onto that rabbit hole and if you guys don't know what that is, please do yourself a favor <laughs> and go check out the war that Australia lost against the
3: emu.
0: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and- pretty much it. Um, but I'm You uh, everywhere you, you want to listen to podcasts, I'm pretty much on. Um we've got Twitter and Instagram's the two main social medias. It's yep. Bar underscore Ram underscore U underscore Pod. Um, Spell that YouTube for people
1: and- because, you know, in Canada, U is Y-O-U, right? We, we okay. would say... It's we- just like the... <laughs>
3: The sheep spelling E-W-E at the end. B-A-A hyphen R-A-M hyphen E-W-E. And my my video versions are always up on YouTube and BitTube, but although YouTube have banned a few of my episodes, so uh, go to BitTube. I always promote BitTube more because I've never had any problems with them. They're...
1: Yeah, I Thank wanna, I'm good. trying to like, I don't know if we need to get on shoots, It just sucks. I lost, um, the video version of our Freedom Convo episode was taken down from YouTube for medical misinformation. Same with the freestyle I did. And this is, uh, I say that I was like, trying to like, I'm starting to do the reels, the, the shorts on YouTube because it does get, gain traction. So I was to do it on my YouTube channel and it's a freestyle to, uh, The Real Slim Shady. And, uh, um, the line is, um, Uh, you want to get on OnlyFans, all your ass cheek shaking these mass sheep, taking these vaccine patients to be in a hospital, a bunch of cripples, so it got taken out for medical misinformation, and it's funny, I laugh because I was like, when it comes to music, like even Tom McDonald can, you know, point out things in, um, you know, the community of even, you know, talking about men being women, all that shit, that's okay or Necro talking about murdering people is okay, but as soon as you mention the shot, you get it taken out, it is um, kind of ridiculous, Uh, that's why I'm not mentioning too much because I don't want this taken down on YouTube Uh, but yeah, it is, it's getting the is getting stupid stupid that's why i was wondering should we go on bit shoot but there's not a lot of people don't even know what the fuck that is unless you're looking for stuff about covid and stuff like that a lot of people go towards that but for podcasts i'm like you know we're, we're gonna get rockfin started it's a development you know what i mean like that Juan seems we're, to have we're a lot of on time rockfin.
2: you just gotta fucking i gotta fill it all, the out all the,
1: i gotta fill it all the shit i gotta do all yeah. the, i gotta fill out everything because he's like yeah you're not done yet and you have to do all this stuff it seems like a process where you know you know, Juan even now has started a fucking um a telegram. It's like, I don't know where the fuck he has time to do all this shit. You know what I mean? I like to interact with all the fans as much as possible. But uh Juan is, is fucking stretching himself thin. I don't know how he does it.
2: Juan works from home. He has the extra time. Yeah, it's
1: true. I wish.
2: You and I are Telegrams. fucking on
3: weight slaves. Telegram's a good platform. I like Telegram. There's a yeah, lot yeah for
1: conversations. Yeah, it's just yeah. hard, like you know. And we're trying to like if we're trying to eventually do our own Discord. Like it's so many fucking things that like eventually mm-hmm. you stretch us thin. So I started. I try to keep to a realm where the fans like only have a couple places they need to go. They don't need to go to a million different fucking things, and then it just gets all mucky and muddled. Yeah. Um, but you know, we love everybody out there. You know, go check out, um, you know, uh, Ian Show. We're gonna be doing a lot more collaboration, especially on certain topics. You know probably do with scotland obviously it makes sense that's why i do with Juan I'm like oh let's stick to florida but we'll talk about some canadian stuff too and get you in the realm of what canada all uh, is all about in the states and we're there's a lot of stuff in the works for strange brew actually and um mm-hmm. you know and i know you're just growing your show so all the fans are listening on your end of uh, you know like you know it's going to be exciting because i'll probably if you want me to come on your show and meet you want me and anton to come on and talk about crowley like we're 100 yep. down we could definitely do that all three of us could get into a really big crowley conversation anton is really versed on on that stuff too. I was
2: obsessed with Crowley when I was a teenager. Uh, I blame Ozzy for it, but yeah. I, uh, I, I have, I have the uh, the Thoth Tarot deck. I have literally, I mean, like right next to me right now is the fucking the uh, the Book of Thoth.
1: Yeah. So I want it. Yeah.
2: Uh, I also have Book of the Law and a bunch of other shit in my library. I'm not, I don't, you know, believe in, in Crowley's ideas necessarily because I'm not into Satanism. I think it's just too selfish. Yeah, uh, I, it was when I was, when I was but a lad, but you know, I've, I've since grown up a bit. Well, I like but, I'm the beast uh, yeah, of Berlin. I, know a fair amount. Yeah.
1: I have a bunch. I just, I t- I showed Anthony. I got that huge book. It's like every of all Crowley's work. And I've yet to get into it because I'm reading 1984 right now, but it's so thick that I'm like, where do I start? Like, there's white stains
2: uh, in there. I want you to do a reading of white stains for the fucking Patreon. We'll do
1: that. I'll do white stains for the Patreon. Uh, We'll start doing stuff like that. That'll be fun for the Patreon. Actually, a good idea is to do certain readings from Crowley's book, but this thing is thick. Like, it's maybe I'll start with just reading white stains for the thing, but it's this book is fucking massive. Uh, so it's going to take me a while to really get through all of it. And, you know, eventually we might revisit Crowley, who knows, especially about certain aspects of his character. And it definitely relates to a lot of stuff in spirituality or the spiritual movement. We have a lot of stuff in the works and it's exciting. And, um, I know you're just getting your show really pumping up and going. So let us know if you need us on for certain episodes and stuff oh, like definitely. that.
3: Definitely. Can I, can I also push the other show I'm on because my, yes. my co-host really? will kill me for that um, we, I, I started a show about February time uh, with a woman from California she's a democrat, she's black I'm white, I'm from Scotland, I'm more conservative leaning so we're completely opposite but we get on really well so we started this show uh, using Mellon app which is like yeah. StreamYard or Zoom where we invite guests on we're going to have you guys on there if you wish uh, yeah I told do, you I
1: want to jump on there and talk some politics
3: yeah. I so do, we, we I'll, do bring, all, I'll bring the, uh, the queer argument to the the yes. game, if you want. Yeah, that's yeah. A good idea. so so, so far we've done like uh, immigration, gun control, freedom of speech, and we're kind of what we're going to do abortion. We're going to do like all the, the really hot topics and get people on from both sides. So those are live on a Saturday night, UK time, eight o'clock. So I don't know what that is for you guys. I think.
2: <laughs> five hour differences yeah. or something like that. Five hours we're, yeah. we're, we're Eastern Standard, same time zone
3: because we're about forty five minutes away from each other. Okay. Yeah. So so that that show is called Friendly Differences. This podcast, and again, same uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, chute and audio version. Same as same as where you can find me. Yeah, go and check it, it out. I, it. Are you on Are you on Spotify as well or? yeah yeah well so, we we yeah. publish our shows well in barham you answer this to anchor anchor.fm and they yeah. publish it to about five or six places like uh spotify's one Castbox is one there's a few
1: yeah Castbox so, yeah. is good for friendly
3: differences boxes, podcast yeah yeah hell yeah i just gave that a follow yeah I'm so we're gonna
1: you. be i'm awesome. gonna be jumping on there for politics shit too because you know i i you know certain fans like it and certain fans don't like it uh i've mm-hmm. i've Billy told me, one of a longtime time listener, uh, doesn't like how much I mention Trudeau, and it's just like, well, he's fucking my life
2: up, so it just gets brought up. Oh, as the late, great Mitch Hedberg said, you can't please all the people all the time, and last night, all those people were at my show.
3: Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Actually, I, I had this written down as well, I forgot to say, but uh, this is kind of stuff I like to do, because I'm leaning right. I like to yeah. poke fun at the cognitive dissonance or the leftist this yeah. bullshit that's happening. And there was actually a news a show that looked American where they were talking about that the, there was a 17 page article written up and handed to the UK schools to not teach Nessie, to not teach the Loch Ness Monster <laughs> to kids because uh, it, it taught kids that Scotland was very uh, indigenous. So it's like, they didn't want to, Wait, what? No. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane.
1: It's crazy. The shit, the way the world's going, um, it's fucked up. I, it's such a yeah. crazy world we're living in. That's why I enjoy doing this show so much because you know what, like this will, and even if, you know, if I die tomorrow, this will be up everywhere, right? Like it's, it's now in the internet, in the ethos, right? Is that the, if that's what I'm thinking of? Like it's, it's in the global consciousness, so to speak, cause that's what the internet really is and stuff like that. And it's like, it really will never die. Even if the internet gets erased somehow, it's somewhere in the annals of history.
2: Oh, no, bro. Even when you die, we're just going to continue making this show, but we're going to just clip together like random bits and we're going to make you completely reverse all of your stances (laughs) on everything. You're going to become super pro vaccine. You're going to (laughs) like praise Trudeau every five minutes. You're like, you know what? He's the best fucking leader we've ever had.
1: (laughs) Hopefully he's dead by then. Ah, uh, so, fucking, uh, uh, yeah, shout everything. Yeah. You know where to find us everything. Yeah. Support us the best way is the best way. Uh, so yeah. So uh, there's a lot of stuff coming. Um, I think me and Anton will probably s- very soon start streaming some evil dead. It is a lot of fun. It is hard, but that game just came out and that's uh, man. I've already had a little fun with that shit.
2: So well, yeah, and it was an absolute blast yes, talking with you, man. We'll definitely
1: reconnect. There'll be a lot of things in the works. So yeah. we appreciate you guys. And, uh, you know stay strange
2: stay weird fuckers keep watching the sky
3: and turn off your tvs <laughs> shoot <laughs> the tv <laughs> i
0: take a shot i say my thoughts the way it's got i should stay locked in a padded room my days are lost in the afternoon I my slates and my thoughts with attitude i lay in rot a sad dude I pay the cost to attract you I attach to the name of God Because I'm him Drunk on fine gin Time and time again I'm blinded by sin Why begin when the end is near? Friends tend to steer Can you run in here? And listen up I can sense the fear So give it up Pleasure me you wicked slut Your effort's clear But it isn't enough This is tough I can't make my mind up you got what you get, Sometimes time's up I hate what I thought, my mind's fucked We stay lost, there's no sign of us We play gods just like your highness I hate the law, they just wanna silence I love violence and death, corrupt tyrants Start to shed their snake skin And fuck the royal family, I fucking hate them no insanity when a children being taken. and placed in a place that isn't the safest that's filled with rape, as they say it's gotten out of hand. You didn't pay attention. I know about the plan. We're all slaves to inventions, and the world's a hologram. It's all about the dollar man. Is what they say Them and their destructive ways They decide how much you pay And thoughts will play I don't give a fuck what you say I wish I could kill you Put your guts on display So everyone sees what you're like On the inside Better believe I drink and get high I'm heavenly, I think I've been alive A thousand times We live and die And so on and so forth run and forth the closed doors. Do the knowledge and strive to know more. And strive to know more.